Hi, and welcome to the Real Men Talk Show. We are here for the guys who try to do things right. They try to live a righteous life in Christ. They try to take care of their families um, and just try to do, do the right thing. Um, we are here for those guys. We try to uplift them, hold them up, and inspire them and encourage them. We're here for them. So you hear all these women's conferences and women's seminars. Well, this is for the guys. This is for the bros this time. My name is Chris Cuff, and I'm your host. And I'm here at the TATV Studios in sunny Orlando, Florida. I'm a co-host, Mr. Frank Caratini. How you doing, Frank? Good, good. Good? Real good. Yes, sir. Thanks for coming through again, Mr. Faithful. Got it. Amen. Amen. And Harvest is with us. It's good Mr. to be Harvest. here. Harvest, how are you? I'm doing excellent. It's good Thanks to be for here. joining us, man. Thanks for having me back. Back. Absolutely. TV this time. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So... Harvest is an expert on dreams and visions, and we're going to go through that, how it relates with God and all that good stuff. So stay tuned for something different on this episode of The Real Man Talk Show. It's 6.42 p.m. Time for Steve Plato and his son Dylan to do the dishes. They talk about everything from the yuckiness of girls to the awesomeness of his soccer team. Sometimes they don't talk at all. Then, hey! the dreaded <laughs> splash fight. It's dad o'clock. And it's the best time of the day. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 180 over 111 and I had a stroke. I couldn't speak or walk. 150 over 90 and I had a stroke. This is what high blood pressure sounds like. You might not feel its symptoms, but the results from a stroke are far from silent. Get back on your treatment plan or talk with your doctor to create a plan that works for you. Go to loweryourhbp.org. Head to toe, everything's changed. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. We're back with the Real Man Talk Show here for the righteous men of Christ who do their best to do what's right. And we have our guest, Harvest, what's your last name? I forgot your last name. That's, Oval- great, that's how great a host I am. <laughs> Ovalis. Ovalis. Did I ever know? I know you told me a thousand times, Frank. Yes. Well, first I had to get it from Jarvis to, to, to Harvest. Harvest Story of my life. To, to, Story of your life. Yep. <laughs> to Harris. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, Harvest is an expert on dreams and visions, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. I thought it was an interesting topic, maybe twist things up a little bit on the talk show. Mm-hmm. So Frank, you want to lead us in this yeah, discussion? Um, yeah, what, what I have, for, first of all, just let you know, I, I've known <clears throat> Harvest for, for over 20 years now. Mm-hmm. And um, this is one of his passions is to, to teach on this as well as uh, fivefold ministry and some other things mm-hmm. in, in ministry. And um, I, I've, you know, I learned a lot from Harvest when it comes to dreams and visions. And, and uh, I mean, it's, so broad you know but yet you could target in on it Mm -hmm. and i just studying from just listening to him you can see the importance whenever god says something twice in in the the old testament and then in the new testament it's it's reset again oh wow uh in joel 228 it Mm -hmm. says and it shall come to pass afterwards that i will pour out my spirit your sons and daughters will prophesy but your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions and once again in acts 217 Peter quotes the very same thing that Joel quoted. Mm. And um, I I mean, I just want to start off, first of all, to ask Harvest, what is the difference between a dream and a vision? 
That's an excellent question. A lot of people think that the difference between a dream and a vision is your state. In other words, if you're asleep, it's a dream. Right. And if you're awake, it's a vision. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's not correct because you can have a daydream right. and you can have a night vision. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually explained in the verses, and this wasn't even planned. We didn't talk about the con about sure. the details yeah, of sure. this. Yeah, you guys, yeah. And so, uh, but <laughs> he said, hey, could you come on and speak about dreams? I said, sure. Yeah, that's it. But uh, Joel said, your young men shall see visions of your right. old men will dream dreams. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I've been having dreams since I was a young child. Yeah, me Okay? Too. Yeah. So Joel's not speaking literally. He's speaking metaphorically. Mm -hmm. Well, he's not speaking about natural age. He's speaking about spiritual age. Because when God speaks to us in our language, then it's a vision. In other words, it's something that doesn't really need to be interpreted. Mm -hmm. It's literal. What you see is what you get. Whereas, uh, as we begin to mature in God, God is, God is wanting us to learn his language. And the language of the spirit is signs, symbols, mm -hmm. similes, metaphors. And this is the language of dreams. Mm -hmm. So when he says, your young men shall see visions and your old men dream dreams, what he's talking about is, as I pour forth my spirit on all flesh, those who are young in the things of the Lord are going to be able to literally see what I'm, what I'm trying to explain. Wow. But the ones who are mature and understand my language, the language of the spirit, will be able to understand the metaphoric language that's in dreams. Mm -hmm. So the difference between a dream and a vision is the language spoken. Mm -hmm. If he's speaking to us in our native tongue, it's vision. Mm -hmm. If he's speaking to us in his tongue, it's dreams. It's a lot of symbolism. And symbolism, symbolism, which requires interpretation. Right. How do you learn, how do you learn this stuff? Um, it's not, a, it's not so much a science. It's, it's really more about, uh, cultivating a relationship, an intimate relationship with the giver of the dreams. Mm. Uh, there's no exact science. There are principles and there's precepts. Uh, I can, for example, I, I can study a book that has all the different facts concerning your wife. Uh, and I may even find some things out in history that you may not even know, but the fact that you're married with her and mm -hmm. intimate with her, you're going to know her a whole lot better than I am. Mm -hmm. So it's not about a science and a math per se. There are some real biblical principles to interpreting dreams, mm -hmm. but it's about intimacy. In wow. fact, in Numbers chapter 12, verse uh, 6, he says, I will make myself known in visions. And I will speak to you in dreams. So God wants to make himself known to us. The purpose of dreams and visions is to spark intimacy with him. So, and we've got a couple of minutes left in this segment. But I'd like to know how, how you got into interpreting dreams and visions. Is it oh. something that God put in your spirit? Uh, or is it something that... Well, when I was young, I had a really, really bad nightmare. I can still remember it to this day. And I remember praying and asking God, God, I don't want to ever dream again because it, it just robbed me of, of peace. It robbed me of my sleep. And so I basically shut down, and it happens to a lot of children, it shut down my dreamer per se. I mean, I have, I have language to articulate that now. I couldn't explain that back then. Mm. And then when I went to Bible college back in the 80s, um, we were mandated to join a, a church. And I'm thinking, I'm in church five days a week, but... Uh, anyway, I was 18 years old, and, and the particular church that I had joined uh, was holding a School of the Prophet conferences, and uh, I was introduced to two people uh, that I know now to be prophets. One of them went on to be with the Lord named Augustine Alcala, and the other one named Bob Jones, uh, who also went on to be with the Lord a couple of years ago. And they began to teach how God speaks in dreams, and that was so foreign to me. Uh, however, being a student in Bible college, I couldn't refute anything they were saying because everything that they were saying was biblical. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really big when it comes to the word. I'm not into the, 
you know, the spooky stuff, you know, uh, there are some stuff that's, that, that's, uh, that's different, yeah. but as long as it's biblical, I'm okay with that. So I'm Amen. a word guy. Amen. And that sparked the interest in me. And then years later, I wound up being mentored by um, a man named John Paul Jackson, mm. who uh, founded the Institute of Spiritual Development, a biblically based uh, training school on the ancient Hebraic method of dream interpretation. Oh my goodness! Wow. So I was me- I not only took his courses, but I was mentored by him to teach the courses. That's amazing. That's amazing. This is some really deep information. Uh, we're gonna get into it further in the next segment. This is the Real Men Talk Show. I'm more resourceful than I thought. My suit can still make an impression. My video games are still game changers. And my lamp can bring others a bright future. Because when I donate my stuff to Goodwill, it helps fund job placement and training for people right in my community. Now my stuff gets a second chance. And will give someone in my community a second chance too. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. That's Goodwill.org. This message brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. The Real Men Talk Show is brought to you by 24 Flicks, your source for entertainment and sports news. You must have thrown a thousand pitches teaching him to hit a home run. Spent countless Saturdays running routes so he could learn to hit an open receiver. Endless afternoons teaching him how to hit the three-pointer. But how much time have you spent teaching him what not to hit? Teaching boys that all violence against women is wrong is one of the most important things a man can do. Learn how to start the conversation at teachearly.org. Brought to you by Futures Without Violence and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Real Men Talk Show. We are here for the righteous men of God, guys that try to do their best to take care of their families and just do what's right. Um, we are here with Harvest Ovalis. Ovalis. I was going to say Ochoa. I was going to mess it up. <laughs> Harvest Ovalis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Have unique. It's your hour, okay? It's unique. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is yeah. unique. And Frank, we're talking about dreams and visions, and Frank, you had a question. Yeah, don't feel bad. He always called me carrots instead of carrots. <laughs> I did, yeah, Frank carrots. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I, I've learned a lot over the years um, from Harvest uh, when, when it comes to this, too. And, like, we just had a guest on that was saying that he had a nightmare last night. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't have known to say this to him, but yeah. that, that nightmare it probably just could be a warning dream for you to pray against, right. you know, to, to come against in prayer and, you know, mm-hmm. God's warning stuff. So uh, just to ask Harvest, how, how do we know the difference between like uh, a warning dream or if it's if it's encouraging or if it's, you know, just a word that we need to share with somebody? I mean, how, how do we I mean, I know it's a broad spectrum, but that's how a, do we? <laughs> that's a broad question. And let's start with the nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to hate nightmares mm-hmm. uh, because of what it did and robbed me of my sleep. However, now I've learned to appreciate it. A nightmare could be one of two things. Um, depending upon where you are and you walk with the Lord, uh, the Holy Spirit, who's very jealous for our time, he, mm-hmm. you know, he, um, uh, he knows, uh, he obviously can hear our words, but he knows our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Let the words of my mouth be pleasing, the meditation of my heart be pleasing to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times nightmares can be the Holy Spirit's way of flushing out the garbage that we've allowed to go into our eye gate. Mm-hmm. Whether it be uh, movies we shouldn't be watching, things wow. on the internet, uh, things that we've been exposed to. So it could be that. So I've learned to appreciate the sanctification process that the Holy Spirit does. And one of the tools that he uses is can be nightmares. Another thing it could be is warning dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, God will allow our spirits, and this could be a little deep for some, but I don't care, uh, allow our mm-hmm. spirits to see the plans of the enemy. 
Hmm. Uh, you know, God never gives us a negative revelation. Hmm. If you remember when Nathan, the true prophet, gave David the word that his son was going to die, the true prophet gave it, but David didn't receive the word. What I mean by receive it, not that he didn't believe it, he, he wasn't going to receive it like it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. He prayed, he fasted to try and void the negativity. And if it happens, it happens, but he fought against that. Mm -hmm. We also see that in the Old Testament again, where um, the king of Assyria was furious because he was like, how can our vast army constantly lose to this tiny army of Israel. Right. One of my cabinet members must be a spy. Heads are going to roll today. And one of his servants pulled in his robe and says, no, sir, we don't have a spy, but there's a prophet over there named Elijah. He knows what's going on in your bedchambers. So what's happening is, is Elijah was seeing the plans of the Assyrian army notifying Israel, and they were prepared and were in subject to the ambush were able to gain victory. So and likewise, God allows us to see the plans of the enemy so that we can void the plan. Mm -hmm. of the enemy mm -hmm. and so we need to learn how to appreciate nightmares mm -hmm. as scary as it may be we need to act upon them there are things that that, that we could actually void because death and life are in the power of the tongue mm -hmm. he said whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven mm -hmm. and he's giving us a multiplicity of tools mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. that's awesome man that's awesome yeah. you have another question yeah no i just wanted to find out because <clears throat> and then there's somewhere like uh joseph had the dream um, but he didn't see in his dream the pit, the prison, Potiphar's wife. Right. He saw the end result of his brothers bowing down to him. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so sometimes we see in part and in yeah. whole. Right. So, um, you don't see the journey, you know, though. Yeah. David said, um, thy word is a lamp into my feet, not a flashlight. Mm. So mm -hmm. we may see a few steps in front of us, but we're not going to see all the details ahead of us. not going to show us the whole plan. We walk by faith, not by Sight. sight so yeah. if we did uh, see the whole plan we might not want to walk into yeah, it yeah. you think you got a <laughs> like indiana jones walk that, <laughs> that path over that, over that cliff where you had to take a step of faith and it's interesting because joseph didn't be didn't start off as a dream interpreter he started off as a dreamer mm -hmm. when he relayed the dream his father and his brothers already knew what the meaning was they understood really? the metaphoric symbols mm -hmm. they were in it i think had he understood it he might have used a little more wisdom in mm -hmm. sharing it wow yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So you have to take training in order to know these metaphoric symbols, correct? Yeah, it's um, you could know you could buy books in the Christian bookstore, and they can tell you every sign and symbol and the mm -hmm. different meaning of numbers and colors, and and that's good uh, as far as the details. Mm -hmm. But what is it in summation? What is it that God's saying? In Daniel chapter 7, verse 1, it said that Daniel, while he was laying in his bed, he had dreams, and he got up and he wrote them down. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I tell people is write down your dreams. Right. Journal them. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times people say, man, I had this incredible dream, and I said, there's no way I'll forget, and then all of a sudden they forget the dream. Yeah, I always forget. Well, that's mm -hmm. because it tells us in Job chapter 20, verse 8, it says that a dream is as a fleeting wind. Mm -hmm. And in the Hebraic, you know, the Hebrew language is a picture language. Mm -hmm. what, the, what the writer's actually saying there is that, the, that God writes dreams with disappearing ink. And so if you don't reinforce it, either right. by recording it on your phone or actually writing it down, it's very easy to, especially in our society, we're told that dreams mean nothing. They're meaningless. Right. Uh, we may get into psychology and everything's all internal. Mm -hmm. And so and all of that is false. And so because we haven't been taught the power of dreams and how it's a powerful force of communication. Mm -hmm. Think about it. The very first 
book that was written in the Bible before Moses wrote Genesis was the book of Job. Mm -hmm. It was in circulation. And in Job 33, in verse 14 through 16, it says, God speaks in one way, yet another, yet man doesn't perceive it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, while we're sleeping on our beds, he opens our ears and he seals our instruction. So even in the very first book that was written of the Bible, it, it was paramount mm -hmm. that the method that God uses to communicate to his people is dreams and visions. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, we'll be right back. This is The Real Man Talk Show. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling on it. <laughs> the dad joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off for school? Bye, son. <laughs> so take a moment to make your kid laugh, because dad jokes rule. Make your kid laugh today. Go to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to, are you? Kids, work, listening to the radio. You're busy, which is great because busy people can't get prediabetes. Oh my, I read that wrong. <laughs> they can. Should have worn my glasses. So visit doihaveprediabetes.org and take a short test because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. Welcome back to the Real Man Talk Show. We are here with Harvest. I still forgot your last name. Ovalis. Ovalis. Also, you could say Ovages in Spanish. Oh, just make it work. Making it worse. <laughs> Harvest O. Harvest yeah. O. He's talking to us about dreams and visions. I do have a question. So, so many of these dreams have, have different meanings and symbolism. Does every dream that comes to you have a meaning? That's, that's uh Every dream does have a meaning. It doesn't necessarily mean that God is speaking to you, but every dream will tell you something. And uh, until you understand and can differentiate, I just tell everyone, write down every dream that you can. Mm -hmm. Get a dream journal. You know, when you begin to realize uh, that God can be communicating through dreams, you, don't, you know, you're not going to have the discernment initially to figure out what's him, which him and what's not. Uh, uh, you know, when the disciples were frustrated with Jesus, because the language of dreams is parables, it's parabolic. Mm -hmm. And they were frustrated. Why do you keep speaking to the people in parables? Mm -hmm. And this is what Jesus said to them in Matthew 13. He goes, because to you, it's been granted to know the mysteries of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So it's been granted to us to know the mysteries of the kingdom. And that's why he speaks to us in parables. Mm -hmm. uh, it says in uh, Proverbs 25, 2, I believe it is, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. It's the glory of kings to search it out. And sometimes we learn so much in just the searching out them when we actually get the answer. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, Frank, you said you had a question. Yeah. Uh, you forgot what it was. About, about if you have a dream about a person. You got yes. no, yeah, yeah. to ask him about the P dream. When you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so you, you threw me off with all that and your, 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 your depends and stuff like that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, when you have a dream about somebody else. That's a good question. And mm -hmm. it's, you know. You're like, wow, um, that was that was really hard stuff right there. And, you know, uh, you know, God just showed me that this is going on in their marriage or or this guy's doing this or, or, or you know, so how do I approach it? Yeah. So first of all, let's let's back up a little bit. Whenever you have someone in your dream, since dreams are metaphoric, that person is necessarily literal. Okay. okay? So yes. let's let's start off with that. For example, when Samuel heard God's voice for the first time, he ran to Eli. 
And yeah, did you call me? No, go back to bed. <laughs> the very first time God, you begin to hear God's voice, it's going to sound like someone that, you, that mentors you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people, for example, come to me in our local church. Hey, I had a dream about the pastor. You got to interpret and share with him. It has nothing to do with the pastor. God is coming to them in a dream mm -hmm. and he's communicating to them. And so we have to first, and if, if you don't understand that, you're going to go running to the pastor or running to that person with what you think is a message for them. But most dreams are intrinsic. God is speaking to you about you. Mm -hmm. Only a small percentage of dreams are actually extrinsic or they're actually about someone else. And that's going to increase <clears throat> as you begin to uh, show God that you begin to value his word. Wow. So majority of the time I tell people if it is about someone else, the very first thing you need to do is to intercede and pray for that person, not go running and tell them to dream. Wow. Right. And there's been a lot of messes that occur because <laughs> yeah, people go and run and tell them something that they shouldn't have told. So application is just as huge as revelation. Amen. Amen. And you teach courses on this, correct? I do. Um, I was I teach a course called Understanding Dreams and Visions. We actually have a course coming up in October 18th. It's going to be every Thursday night for from between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Uh, at a church in Apopka Remnant Christian Center, 170 South Washington Street is okay. the address. Uh, and uh, it's going to be for about six or seven weeks long. Mm -hmm. So... Harvest, what are some steps that people can do with, with their dreams? Number one, write it down as soon as you can. Amen. I recommend uh, if you can get a, one of those pen lights, the, the pens that have a light on them. <laughs> yeah. uh, because what happens is, is just turning on the lights right away, mm -hmm. uh, they actually can interfere with the sy synapse uh, firing in the brain that may interfere with your short-term memory. That happened to me. I yeah. had a dream book. I read that... Uh, uh, Somebody famous said, have a dream book so you can write down your dreams. And I turned the light on and... Gone. Gone. Yeah. Or, and I tried to do it in a dim light, like from the TV, mm -hmm. and it's a bunch of scribble. And you know how I write, producer So then Marty. you couldn't understand I what write, you like, were... scribble. I couldn't understand a word I wrote. What, what I started doing now is I just have a note in my notes that say dreams. Mm -hmm. And I, I put it right on my phone. Look at you. Or talk right into your little talk memo Talk into thing. your memo. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great thing. Yeah. So number one is, is get it recorded somehow. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. So a lot of times the meaning will come to you even as you write because writing releases creativity. It's a creative mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten away with that with texting and, mm -hmm. and, and typing mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's true. But writing is creative. David said in the Chronicles that the Lord helped me understand with his hand upon me as I wrote down all the details of the pattern. Mm -hmm. And so the very first level of dream interpretation is what I call the Davidic. Uh, uh, level where you're writing down, you're recording the dreams, and the understanding comes. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you'll move to the Joseph level. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I heard it said of you that you can hear a dream and know its interpretation. Right. Then you get to the Daniel level where Daniel can tell you what you, what you dreamt mm -hmm. and then tell you what the, what the meaning is. That's, I've seen a few people be able to do that. Really? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so writing it down is huge uh, because when you write it down, you're having a physical response and you're showing God that you value his word. One of the reasons why people don't dream that much is because they haven't shown God that they value his word. Jesus said in Matthew 13, again, the context was parables to him who has more will be given mm -hmm. to him who doesn't have, even what he does have will be taken away. When you begin to show God that you value his word by writing down and recording your dreams, mm -hmm. um, you're going to begin increasing your dream activity. Wow. That's biblical. Wow. Hmm. Harvest, uh, how can people get in touch with you? Uh, they can get in touch with me uh, through um, Remnant Christian Center's website. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Remnant Christian, is it .org? Yeah, RemnantChristianCenter.org. .org. And okay. they can, they can uh, book, book me there through there. Okay. There you go, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you August. for having me. It was a pleasure. This is the Real Men Talk Show. Look for us on Instagram and Facebook under Real Men Talk Show. Also, we're at realmentalkshow at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions. And we will see you guys, and you will hear us next time. Amen. Amen.